use a lot of emotional tone when he speaks. Not saying you're monotone. Cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, you are. You're yeah. cool, you're calm, you're collected. Sometimes. There's never a need for emphasis? Oh, sure there is. But you just, you just side. You know what he does for emphasis? He does, emphasis? he does a lot of eye work for emphasis. It's not in the words. It's in the eyes with mm. Trevor. He'll kind of roll his eyes. He does a lot of head nods. You know. He's it, devious. He's subtle. But enough I, about I'll, me. I'll give it to you, Trevor. You, you do get the triple C. You think things through. You're one of these few people that actually, for, for God's sakes, thinks before he opens his mouth. <laughs> I mean, now we're, now we're going too far. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just losing it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I got to find a happy medium, though. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So the actual paper, huh? To your front door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of, uh, I want to hear, I want to hear the paper hit the door in the morning. Do you th- I mean, I can't tell you the last time I saw a paper guy or a paper boy. Isn't that the, the kind of Americana tense of it? The paper boy coming yeah, up and down some guy street? coming along on his bike. It was just a badass Game Boy game as well. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The game Paper oh, yeah. Boy. Oh, Great game for Game game. Boy. Great game for or NES as well. Yeah, it's an NES game too. Fun game. Uh, It's funny though. I was thinking about newspapers today because a couple of teachers thought it'd be a a good idea to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. Sure. And uh, within the second week of school, two government teachers and economics teachers sent out school-wide emails saying we have too many newspapers. I thought we were going to get. One a day, we're getting thirty papers a oh, day. That's way <laughs> flooded every yeah. single day. <laughs> what are these papers? They got the, the internet the Wall, of newspapers. It's, it's the basically. Wall Street Journal, and so they started getting delivered to me because I thought it was just a one-time thing too. I was like, "Yeah, I'll take some papers." I'm doing a screen print on newspaper. Wait, they're getting thirty Wall Street journals a day. This gets better, actually. That's just one teacher. Thirty copies so, or thirty yeah, wait, different editions. Yeah, so they're getting I... thirty copies of Wall Street Journal per day delivered to their classroom. Oh, God. And, for the students? Yeah, but they don't want Jeez. them. And it's so, 150 a week. <laughs> and so now, if anyone's every, counting, way too much. every single day, the front office and the front of the school have like, it looks like a tower, like a city of newspapers. And then they just get thrown away. But it makes me happy. Do they at least get recycled? I mean, yeah, we- I hope so. I hope so. It makes me happy, though, because huh. the guys at the paper company are like, yeah, we're coming back. We're doing it. We're printing. Prince yeah. not dead. Yeah, to be the sales rep on that account, huh? Prince not dead. Look at this school. And then I laugh thinking about how much money schools waste. I'm like, man, they're just buying. That's paper. the buying that's the one account he has day. to get every year. You oh, gotta get the high that's school. The whale. Yeah. I uh, I'm just seeing like a just the custodian, just with an incinerator like groundskeeper Willie, just like shoveling all these papers in, it's like burning. Just get rid of them. <laughs> Yesterday's news. Yeah. And he's just like throwing it in the fire. Out with the old, huh? It's <laughs> like on Twitter as he does it, like he's just catching up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, it's just—it's a, a waste. It's fun. Waste is fun, though. We we're talking about that the other night at dinner. Uh, dagger. Waste is fun. Dagger, dagger. My, our, our, the host of this show—he's he, gone missing, probably after this oh, dinner. Man. And he ordered just a small fry, but then he ordered Bloody Marys for the table. Oh yeah. And he ordered a side of onion rings, and he wasn't even hungry. They're like, Dagger, you're gonna finish that? He's like, Nah, just you know, excess. It's mm. all, and he's—it's not like he's an excess guy, but in the moment. He lived that role, and I think that's where excess shines the best. Excess is best in small portions, not in excess. That's when excess is really great, when you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to put wow. all my money on wow. it. I'm going to buy the new Chips Jordans. to the center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the Nintendo Switch. I'm Whoa. buying that oh. electric guitar. Not me. I'm just saying people. When they, I'm getting that car. Bang. 
I'm Although, doing blow with that whore. Like, whatever it is. Oh, Although, like, one day we were walking back. I think it was from Canterbury. You were talking about getting, like, just darting into Target and getting, a, like, a Nintendo Switch or something, right? Yeah, we were just on a walk home. You were just, like, on a whim. Man. Come on. just, just And just not even the for. Nintendo Switch. I was like, I'm going to get this game, that game. I'm going to get the extra controller. And I was just on a walk home. I kind of, like, talked to you off the ledge. So I was like, nah. I was like, come on. Think about it, man. Like, yeah. That's, that's so like, many yeah. records. But, and I was just like, yeah, you're right. But you did, like you said, you had that, like, just chips to the center moment like oh, we're just doing it baby target's right around yeah, the corner if i gotta hear about you thinking about getting the switch anymore man i'm gonna lose it oh so I, this I, is I, a thing oh huh? get off this get off this I, I was just making a point i was just don't don't make this Child, podcast kyle's, about not, the, the kyle's using his one pass card for the uh, for the episode i'm talking about <laughs> talking about excess here and i'm talking about oh, okay, yeah, how it's good yeah. just to be that guy be the character like every once in a while just put that black card down or just say mm. i'm gonna buy round you do this trevor when you go to bars that's why you never go out drink you don't go out drinking a lot it's not because you're you don't like it. It's because when you go, you just go for it. Mm. Sure, yeah. You're I like mean, the guys like Jaeger bombs now. Oh, round. Oh, I mean, you know, yeah. Sometimes I like to to bring the mood up a little bit, and usually a round of shots helps with that. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We do run into many uh, impulsive scenarios in this group. I'll tell you that much. There are many moments where it's like ah. Shots or, uh, <laughs> anything, like said, right? Like excess. It, yeah, nothing. Round up, Think about uh, South Lake Tahoe. I mean, just getting a boat or just jumping in the river. Sure. You're just doing like it has impulse. And uh, why, why do you think that is? Why do you think it it's is? It's a sign of energy. I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's it's sometimes very uh, vibrant, sometimes maybe dormant, uh, but nonetheless always present. Uh, it's a very high energy, impulsive, maybe some would say, uh, collective. I think it's like it's, it's pent up energy and you're just like, you know oh, what? Yeah. Let's go. It's just you release it all and you're saying that's it. Let's do it. Let's go. Big. I guess in, in more philosoph or less philosophical terms, we're just a bunch of caged animals. I mean, is what it's Ooh. come down to. Or maybe cavemen. Ah. It feels very mm. male. The the energy. The say the, the alpha card. Go ahead and say alpha. No, it, <laughs> it just feels very grit, like very. Mm. And we're talking about excess, right? We're talking. Well, about now we move, we're talking about uh, impulsivity. Impulse, now. but the that excess is in there. Sure. Uh, Blood, the thirst for blood and sweat is in there. Yeah. The desire to drink tons of beer, there's that excess, is in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we do weird, like, to jump off something. To run, to, to run, work out, to surf. To kick um, something down or jump on something, break something, ah, kill something. Oh, God. Well, I guess that's, I guess you can even <laughs> cock that to, to human instinct as well. I mean. Yeah. There's, I mean, hell, there's a whole society Humans. like that. Humans. Men and women alike have that. Now, is that something instincts. that's hardwired in us or... You know, I mean, I think kind of goes like, back can to we where escape that. I think where it kind of goes back to again, where it's either vibrant or dormant, still let alone present. Though, I mean, right? But like, you can be, can you become fully aware of it and still like, like get to that point where you feel like you, can you have to be impulsive and break free of whatever you feel like is holding you back, but then or holding you down. But if it's in a bad light, like as extreme as you got there with, you know, because I mean that's pretty. You don't want to do that, right? It does. I mean, it depends on the context. <laughs> well, but, sure, yeah. Sure. But being but being knowingly impulsive is kind of a, an oxymoron. To do those things in an impulsive way, like yeah. if we all went, well, I think there'd be the lack of impulse if you knew you were doing it. If we all went hunting, right. let's say we all had our, our hunting license already, and I was I impulsively bought us tickets to Idaho. I was like, we're going hunting. Sure, Marcus <laughs> says the fifth. He's beating us on <laughs> yeah. the tarmac, and we're going hunting. That's an impulse that taps into some of those basic instincts like we're talking about. And I did see men and women <laughs> earlier, but it's different. It's, it's very masculine because we're hardwired differently. Eddie called me up the other day and he, he basically did that. He called me and he was like, dude, like I want to go boar hunting with 
bow and arrows. <laughs> like, let's go. It's like, what, what do, you, do you, you know somebody? It was like, no, man, but like, we'll find a guy and he'll take us. It's like, okay. I mean, sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. Just like game. But that's, that's very impulsive and like him, you know. Just like gamey yeah. exhibition. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I mean, I don't know about like my stances on hunting and like killing things, but no matter. I think uh, like a nice, like you said, gamey thing or like a, a fish. Like sure. a deep sea fish. I, or the, a, the guy who says that, yeah. the minute he pulls that arrow out and he just looks at it. And he looks back at his friends. Oh God! You know he's like he's hooked for life. <laughs> that Dahmer look that you just that you just pasty portrayed. <laughs> he's just like looking at it. Boris, Boris, <laughs> what's for dinner? Boarhead. <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Ribs tonight. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of ribs, I got ribs. Got I ribs. noticed. You want some ribs? I got ribs. I noticed in the uh, I noticed in the fridge. There's a a nice half rack. It looks like we yeah. haven't mentioned yeah, that. The like the impulse. To just Was that an it? impulse buy? No, no. no. No, no, no. Like when we Strategic, go to huh? get you know carne asada or yeah. orange chicken, you know, mm-hmm. you just to get too much meat. We've always been all these last trips. We've been tossing out meat to get too much meat. And throw it yeah, what's going on with that? Because by the people way. have been eating less. Uh-huh. Well, but what's going on with that? I mean, if have we have we overshot our Lario's intake? No, that's because what I'm, this is I'm two trips we're in a row. The, that, we're buying the same amounts, and people are eating less. I mean, hell, I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's the days where we'd fight over each other the last scraps of it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't maybe, maybe we are evolving. What the hell is going on? Maybe we are here? getting a little bit more in control. Mm. Or maybe we are. We, no, I don't even want to say that. I mean, I wouldn't say there's a digress in enjoyment or, or laughter or anything like that. So I, I, actually, actually, I, I actually do want to say that. We're not being tamed. What do you want to say? I just want maybe maybe we're tired of Lario's. Oh, Trevor, how dare you? There's been some excess you? recently that can't be ignored. Yeah, yeah. But to, to that extreme, that's impulsive, by the way. That comment's I, impulsive. I know, right? No, I that's don't mean an that. impulsive comment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's something about it, yeah. though. Because um, what? You get the 25 Well, no. You know what? Eddie hasn't been around. That's why. Ooh. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a bad point. We've had about three pounds excess. That's about it. But what's okay? So yeah. what's the usual? I've never actually been inside Lario's. Um, oh, it's it's beautiful. It really is. So yeah. it's it's. Pa- I mean, remind the picture. remind the listeners. Yeah, paint us a picture. Well, it's a uh, it's a small carniceria, and you walk in, and uh, there's a little refrigerator, a little cooler right there on your right, and it's got some salsas and guacamoles and stuff, and it's all it's all made in house. And then along that, you've got uh, I guess it's the deli. It's wow. where all the, the fresh meat is kept, and they'll make you burritos there and all that good stuff. And then all oh. on the back wall is a, a nice produce section. You got your cilantros and your limes, and you know there's all sorts of different vegetables and fruits and um, naranjos. Yeah. So melons, so so it's the melons. sort of so yeah. sort of like the deli where you could still grab a good lunch at. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you gotta love those. Yeah. The, when you find that establishment that's like a full one, almost like market or whatever, but sure. you're still kind of ducking there for a decent lunch. Yeah, that's, you can go in there and get that's a, a carne salad burrito or something, some tacos. That's a fine. That's like an go. option of uh, of always being on the table for a bite. And just think how good the the chicken and the the you know beef is that we get now. <clears throat> Imagine like them a, preparing it themselves and and you know pairing it with whatever they think is good. I mean, I'm trying really hard, but I just couldn't. I really couldn't imagine that. You know what I kind of like about bodegas? Too. I like the little mini. Check out with like the mm. very small grocery style roller conveyor roller. And Grace you, know, thank you, you. you guys thank know what you. I'm talking about? It, it's it's so small, you take a half step and you're already at the cashier. Yeah, but it's still like nice to have. You set it on the roller and it slides over and so oh, yeah. pushing in it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like those. I like those a lot. Yeah, they're fun. 
Waterfall. You know what else is nice about Larios is uh, they have all the all the Frito Lay snacks you know and love, oh. but they're international. They're internationally flavored. So they'll have some chili pepper. So the label. They'll have some lime. They'll have yeah, they're sabrita style. But they even have some weird things like uh, they have like a smoked rib Cheeto. Like an off is it still on brand or is this is like a rogue flavor that they just Sorry have? Sorry guys, Trevor had a, a beer craving. He had a little beer craving there. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's a craving. He got off the podcast. Get it? So that, I so. got off the podcast so that I could get myself a beer because they give you mine. That never happened. That happened. I mean, I mean, you want to? I can. I'll stop the whole show right now. <laughs> I, I take that back. I, I rescind my comment. That I happened. mean, it's, it's too early just to rip. Goddamn right, you will. Yeah. <laughs> too early to rip cord out of this one, Trevor. Uh, that happened. That's that's his, that should have been my beer. So. so to your so to your previous comment, that would be actually horrifying if that was a um, a car horn. Um, as per our conversation of a cracking beer would be uh, oh. useful for a car horn. Yeah, I was saying what if you <laughs> would be, installed what? your car horn to be a really really loud sound of a Jeez, beer crack. That sound like a, a gun going off. It would be awful. So it would be, be like very a, it be a crack basically, a loud crack. You know? It'd have the air exhaust and like a couple bubble like a gurgle if you hold it longer. It would gurgle. <laughs> yeah. It would sound a little bit okay. Or shake it up and then do it, and that's mm. the sound. Shake up your shake your steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, shake your steering wheel and honk it, and then it goes. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick another, with jarring. Another dumb idea from me. Chalk it up. <laughs> so the Chronicles of Reed. Yeah, this whole Lario's thing. Uh, I mean, mm. I'm I'm nonpartisan. I I'm, I go to Lario's for the uh, the Chipotle salsa. Sure, mm. uh, which is great. It's really nice. Also, you know what kind of day we're going to be having if Lario's is involved. That's true. So that's, that, it makes me that happy. Going to Lario's is the mark of a great day. I know my friends are going to be well fed. Yeah. I know there's going to be nice black smoke rising in the air. I know there are going to be outdoor activities. Probably some water. I, uh, I always chalk it up as like, a, it's definitely a, a additive or a definitely landmark statement when it's already said it's actually to the point where it's gone unsaid where it's like expected if it's a big event it's going to be there and it's one of those things when you say it's going to be there though and you're right it has gone unsaid because now it's like expected when you say it you gotta say it with that like imaginary rainbow arc of your hands larios like it's in it's in (laughs) show lights it's that magic uh stars that come out of your there's a few places is there is there any event that's too big for larios too big. Now that you throw lunch to go lunch in the middle of it, I really don't think so. Could you imagine Lario's at like a wedding? Yeah, they can cater. I'm pretty sure. But is that event too big? Would you want Lario's at your wedding? I. You know what? I would have Lario's at my wedding. Or maybe maybe on the way out, like our friend Rob did. He had cheesesteaks for everybody on the way out. That after was when massive, I heard that story. And it's not spread. just any cheesesteak. It's like the best one in town, yeah. right? Yeah, it was Jim's. So it? my sister's wedding's in a couple weeks. Um, they're doing local pizza and a chicken wing spot for theirs. Pizza. So, <laughs> oh, it's, awesome. it's perfect. It's perfect. It's like they're great. catering the whole the Cat- whole wedding? No, not the whole wedding. Like oh, at okay. the end. Like the, like oh, the Rob's gotcha, and gotcha. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. And you know what's cool about that too? So yes, it'd be pivotal. In what's so way. smart about that idea is nobody eats enough at these weddings. There's too much food, mm. but we're running around drinking and dancing and chit chatting. So on your way out, you get like this redemption they, yeah. from the, your gracious hosts already, and they go, "Hey, we get it." Have some well, you really know, I, th- I think it's food. like it's like there's enough of everything for everyone, but not everyone is going to have everything. But that leaves so much. For the people that do have the stuff that they do have, that they think there's just like this crazy abundance of it. You know what I mean? 
there's yeah. something about the wedding though. You're too excited about everything else. Right, like, but think but think about how many people are sitting down during the whole thing. You know, we're running around at the bar, we're we're I've at the, the dance floor. I, I just talked to, I interviewed someone actually who went to a wedding and this person doesn't dance. Didn't even dance. Maybe went to the dance floor to just record some video and went back. And they were presented with ice cream. Now, ice cream has a time stamp on it. If you want the ice cream, you don't think twice. You Depends eat. on where you are. You could be even in your air conditioned room. So. You can be in an air conditioned room. You're not going to wait more than ten minutes before you start chomping down the ice cream. You're not even going to wait five. There's truth to that. In in L.A., you, you're it's seconds. Clock's ticking. It's you true. want ice cream, pal? Eat it. Yeah. Be on it. I had an ice cream today. I had an it's it, my favorite ice cream. Mm. It's chocolate dipped oatmeal cookie sandwich, and this particular it's it was mint ice cream flavored, Ooh. which is my favorite. You know, I used to be turned off on mint. On mint. Turned off. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm, I think I'm on mint ice cream now. So I'm going to toss this out there. What is your favorite ice cream truck flavor and your ice cream like flavor in general? Like truck, Ooh. what I mean as far as like for me, it would be a screwball. That was my all-time favorite. You guys got, got me there. Uh, by the way, the, uh, the, the, the story was the it's, Sorry, it's, yeah. the it's it started oh, melting man. even though I was in a, inside. Uh, it started melting immediately. I was trying to carry a conversation and it started melting. Uh, so Nick, <laughs> yeah, so it started, it started to wrap that up prematurely. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> just talk, popping open a story and it just kind of got, but, uh, anyways, <laughs> what's your favorite ice cream truck flavor and what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Yeah. It's funny. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, Any, let, I'll let you guys talk looks... about it and then I'll, I'll come in with mine. Oh, I'm, you said in, my, you... I said my favorite ice cream flavor is mint. So actually, I already gave that. Actually coming in the middle of it too. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, what I just, I'm actually going to come in with a question. We are now at the end of question. We're just going to layer. That's it. What? You're going to do that? It's over? Now we're not even talking about ice cream? We can. We can go back. We can fly right back in. I want to talk about this. I want to unpack Nick's question now. Unpack it. Let's go, we baby. we got the favorite ice cream truck flavor. Yeah. Okay. That's a big deal to people. And that music is iconic. It hasn't mm. been updated. You're not hearing, hearing like any mumble beats, trap beats. That'd be awesome, too. I don't know why they don't have like Jay-Z. Coming out of the ice cream yeah, truck? Yeah. Travis Scott. Beats. Just the beats <laughs> come out. I'm that sure would bring the people I'm, Dude, there's definitely some ice cream trucks that are like that, but not in the. Not, I don't think in the sense that I we're talking about. Yeah, like these, food trucks I think it's cream, one of these you know? ubiquitous things, though. I think nah, ice cream trucks no way. have, like, it's a... Um, Pop Goes the Weasel. That's the song. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. That's exactly what I was saying. But you want that truck to be blasting Jay-Z. Beats. The hottest. Beats. Oh, beats. Just beats. Just beats. Okay. And like a portion of the beat on repeat. But then you're going to throw some graphics on the side of that truck. And it's, not gonna be, it's not going to be the ice cream truck anymore. It would be pretty cool Why? to hear like Why an Why does it have to have graphics on the side? Because I'm saying that those trucks, they're going to play that. I'm saying you're not going to get an ice cream truck the way that it looks like we're thinking. It's playing that like classic oh, right. ice cream truck music. But, but what I was saying, is be like in between the Jay-Z beat and the Pop Goes the Weasel beat, it's been 60 years of ice cream trucks. And Pop Goes the Weasel is not even told in like children's bedrooms anymore where it used to be. Like there's no jack-in-the-boxes anymore except for, you know, on every corner selling you groceries. Yeah, but people don't know that as Pop Goes the Weasel. They know it's that it's like the ice cream truck. Yeah, it's ice cream time. But why hasn't that song evolved? It has. It's become the ice cream truck. That's it's not become, an evolution. That's a major yeah, no, market it's come song. From Pop, Pop, <laughs> it's come from Pop Goes the Weasel. It always is that, that whimsical too, Right? Though. Or no. I don't know. No, you're, you're right. Truck flying around. But it's like... Um, like, it wouldn't be the ice cream truck anymore if the music Like, was Ring different. Around the Rosie, Pocket Full of Posies, 
That that still happened. Right? <laughs> that still happened. Oh, that's a good one. That was so like that was so emphatic. That was just like, but, that yeah, was like it was like the hottest lines of the year. He was almost he was almost like testifying right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't say that you don't say that last line anymore. You don't say the ashes ashes. We all right. fall down. You don't say that because right. you know it's about the bubonic plague. You you really kind of come in with it's something about else. the bubonic plague. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, ashes ashes. Oh God. Oh, it's terrible. Do we re- do we really find a dark moment in our in like children's pivotal? I'm telling you, life? man, these <laughs> things need to evolve. I need the freshest beats coming from. The- you think Pop Goes the Weasel is going to bring the kids outside from their Halo VR? Wait, is Destiny, that re- is Pop Goes the reality? Weasel really about like? Some no, dead no, rat no. That's just, Pop like, Goes the Weasel. Po- oh yeah. Is this true? Is there merit to this? No, oh, now he, he's talking about the dead rat. I'm hooked on this now. Pop goes, yeah, they're all, they're all sick. You can, if you I, look I into all these dive. songs and all these Disney stuff, oh, it's all no. sick. Oh, well, Disney is that own entity as well. You have oh, the Disney, sure, there we go. Sure, sure. You have like, the Disney creators and stuff like that. It's oh, some pretty yeah. funny stuff. There's some wild... Yeah. I mean, dude, you have br- you have wild. brilliant people working at that place. That stuff's bound to happen, like minimally. Remember when you're looking when Mufasa is looking up in the stars or, uh, or Simba? Sex. You got the priest with the boner and the Little Mermaid. Ah, you also have the dildo castle in Little Mermaid. Very true. That's, that was a double hitter. They just nailed it on the mermaid, huh? <sighs> it's amazing how many of these things, like, because I don't think I ever really talked Prince about Alex's you with that stuff. But like, that's you're you're on the East Coast, right? And I, mm-hmm. when this stuff happened, when we were talking about it, like. We knew about this on our side. You knew about it on your side, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's kind of an urban myth, but it's also true. But those things are so like well known about Disney that like I don't know. It's just uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like a like a demographic. Like I think it's more of like a demographical thing rather than like a geography kind right. of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it definitely happened. Like our, but it's our, just it's yeah. Like our, we're the pre Pixar generation, so we like really kind of just like is we're there any Pixar that we're not seeing that's there? Like, is someone gonna, is that, gonna find some shit, some stuff in there? That I don't know. I mean, those are that's a good, that's a good point. I don't watch the Pixar enough. Yeah, we were the last generation that a uh, big Disney stuff, and not even just Disney oh, yeah. hand drawn, but not Disney owned Star Wars, the, the huh? great Disney musical, because right. that's what Disney movies are. Fantasia, they're, they're, Fantasia, not, not even yeah. Fantasia. I mean, yeah, Fantasia. Talk Fantasia, about a Fantasia is like a brain a brain fuck. It's but epic. if you it start really thinking about all the Disney classics, they have they're built on original songs. They woven right, yeah. throughout the story. Oh yeah, that was such a big part of Disney. And they always just throw like the legends in there too, like Elton John's, like yeah, sure, Lion yeah. King, why not? I mean, yeah, uh, Phil <laughs> Collins, a great, yeah, Phil Collins with Tarzan. Like, he, I'll make yeah. a cool mill. Why not? <laughs> there's a great song in um, the Lion King that uh, is like it sounds like it's just a classic Disney tune, but it's like one of the oldest songs uh, ever written. It's like I think I forget what it's uh, original language how you say it, but it's basically the song of the dead. And it's just this really like weird tone, like very ominous. But it's been rewritten so many times. Like Moogs. It's in it's in Lion King. <laughs> it's in Lion King. Yeah, one version of it. But I'll like the oldest version so of it was like again. in the 1400s, and then there's it's been rewritten and reworked. It's and funny it's that Trevor culture. mentions like reversions of these things. Songs of Iron. Because uh, do you guys know the movie Aladdin? Yeah, I happened. Al- I happened, Aladdin. I happened to see that in theaters, and the hmm. opening song in theaters is different. Than the one that was released to the public on VHS. Uh, he actually, there in the opening song, it's this man, this mysterious man in a turban, and he's like, "Come with me to a faraway place," and he starts singing about the, all the stuff there. I remember that. Yeah. And at one point, he says, "And they'll cut off your ear," <laughs> <laughs> and they say that in Aladdin, and they yeah. took that out of the VHS part. 
because they thought it was like a little so too you intense. have you have bootleg first edition. I've seen it with my own eyes in theater. It's all Aladdin. On, on, in theater, you remember that? I remember that. Oh wow! wow. Oh, that's of course. Every that's why they took it out. The kids were like, "Mom, <laughs> cut off my ear." <laughs> I need both of them. Yeah, that's my true. favorite thing. I mean, speaking of Disney, since the merger here, it's Star Wars, dude. There's nothing better to me than seeing this behind the footage when they they had the orchestra, and oh, you yeah. just know what song's coming up, mm. and then it's just like. I don't know. It's a whole triumphant thing. You just never knew how much like stuff really went into those simple like cartoons, you know. And one of the coolest things about about those the oldest Disney movies, like I'm talking Jungle Book and Pocahontas. No, excuse me, uh, Pinocchio, the heavy hitters, and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Pinocchio is subliminal as a motherfucker, though. Alice in Wonderland, Snow White, but these ones beyond the subliminal nature. What I loved about them was. It was their the collective nature. So here you had a room, just a room of artists that were drawing like madmen on transparent sheets, sheet after sheet, like hundreds, thousands of drawings a day. Then the, the people who were inking them and coloring them were primarily women, which was really cool. Disney was hiring a lot of women early, and they were filling in the drawings with color. But then in a room over from that, you had people that were, had a piano and then were coming up with songs, or they already did, obviously, and they had a live, like, full orchestra band right there. So all in-house at Disney, you're getting storyboard writers, screenwriters, illustrators, inkers, composers, songwriters, musicians, conductors, all in one to create this masterpiece that was for kids. But beyond that, it was for the culture. It was for humanity. And that's like the whole point of Disney and Disneyland too. It's like that child inside, that childlike wonder. And that's why like Disney is amazing. I, I just heard some professional athlete. I think it was uh, Victor Oladipo. Mm. And he said that every night he watches uh, Shrek, Toy Story, something and something. And they're all like kids movies. I was like, what? And like the joke was, does he watch those all every night? Like does he seriously have time to watch four <laughs> movies a night? No, he watches like pieces of them. This is routine. But I was like – do I not respect this guy now for watching Disney movies all the time? I was like, no, I still respect him. He's a man. He's watching Disney. There's good merit in Disney. I can't watch Disney by myself, but it is fantastic. Like it's fan- it's, that's because me, I'm in my own head. I would lo- actually, I take that back. I watch Moana by myself here, I would, here at my own house. I, would, I loved it. I was singing along. <laughs> I'm going to go out on the limb and say I would put Walt Disney on my Rushmore. Oh, there we go. Oh. I would put Walt Disney definitely on, my, on my Rushmore. Is he next to Jesus? Uh, I'm, I'm just one right now. Okay. Walt's Walt's Wait, so, but you're one. So it's, now it's, on this new you Rushmore, said on this podcast Disney. that Jesus was on there. Now mm. you took Jesus off and put Walt on. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we're talking Rushmore. Well, we, we say God. Once we someone's we on said, Rushmore, we said God, you can't really right? take him off. Yeah, I mean, once you, you chisel can. him in. Yeah, we said we said you God. Chisel over it, but that guy's I said leave the kids small. out of this. If we can go huh? back, so I think God. God is on the Rushmore. But God. But put but put. I mean, leave that. Leave that. Rushmore is made for men and women. Well, I mean, I'll I'll leave that. But Walt, I mean, how do you put God on there? Do you know what God looks like? I don't. What if God was? Yeah, I mean, here's (laughs) just a slob like one of us. (laughs) Is that what the lyric is? One of us, just a slob like. Oh yeah, that was like a butchering. Is that really it? Yeah. Oh, that was a very big like thing for the nineties. No way, that's it's. What if God was one of us, just a slob like one of us, trying to find his way? Just a preacher on a bus. Just a preacher on a bus, trying to find our way home. Trying to find my way home. That's funny. Trying to get chiseled in stone. Mm. Yeah, Walt's going up there. You know, he was a guy of of just imagination, a a modern day Wonka, I'd say. Yeah, Nick. He had his imagination. I think that is a fantastic pick. That is truly 
a Mount Rushmore worthy for – this is Mount Rushmore of humans. For people who haven't heard our episode, Mount Rushmore, check it out. Don't forget the coffee slash Rushmore or something like that. Mm. Uh, it is a great choice. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, you know, it's just his early work to what just the, the – just the mecca of Disney is now to what we just spoke about. I mean, you guys ever the seen? The guy got it. You guys ever seen a picture of Otto the Rabbit? Otto the Rabbit. Otto Rabbit. No. The precursor to Mickey Mouse. It didn't take. He was. He wanted Otto to be the guy. Yeah. And Otto the Rabbit is pretty cool looking. He's he's an old timey looking. Character. I wonder if that's why Mickey still has the big ears. Probably Otto has long ears that are yeah. rounded. But think about it. This is pre Bugs Bunny too. He had Otto Rabbit before Bugs Bunny. Yeah, but there's. I mean, but think well, about Bugs, what Bugs Bunny well, would have. I would love to see well, Bugs Otto was Warner though, right? But think about if Otto would yeah. have taken like Mickey Mouse, yeah, right? There would have never been a Bugs Bunny because who's gonna comp- try to compete with Mickey Mouse? Like that's like if Bugs Bunny was like Mike Mouse, you'd be like what? <laughs> or, or you know Rodney the Rat? You'd it, be like, well, you wouldn't make that. Yeah, if you and, think about it, that uh, like Bugs is like the Pepsi to Mickey's Coke. You know I, don't I, mean? know. I don't know. I don't know. Bugs, Bugs is, still, is pretty tight. No, but Bugs, Bugs is, is still going. Bugs is still That's coming out true. with new stuff. Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. Yeah, when's the last time Mickey came out with it? <sighs> Nothing. Nobody wants Mickey's an OG, though. Mickey can sit back. No, he's an OG. Mickey he can sit can... back. Sure, he's Here's the cool thing, though. And it's a, that's a good point Trevor's making. Bugs is still on top, and he's evolving. But you can also say Mickey's like on like the Coke because he doesn't have to change. Yeah. He's not trying to come he's back. He's as is. Yeah, he's like cla- he's still on shirts. He's well, still I mean, on Coke, products. Coke is yeah. doing some different things, you know? I mean, you see these Diet Cokes they came out with with all the different flavors. right. They're They're more aggressive You ever been to Disneyland? You don't see a couple random Mickey. He's around. I've actually, yeah, there's a couple. Of costumes, I've actually in the year know. more we than dress a year it up that, differently, sure. Yeah. And actually, the more than the year that we've been here, I've never been to Disneyland. And actually, in my twenty nine year, twenty nine years of existence, I've never been to Disneyland. You've never been to Disneyland. Never been to Disneyland. Check it out. Well, Check it out sometime. It's fun. You've been to Disney World. You know, what? I don't know if this Disney argument okay. has really well, ever been, been brought up either. We talk oh. about you know oh. cheese versus pepperoni. Mm-hmm. You talk about Pepsi Coke, vanilla chocolate. No one's saying Mickey Bugs. That's true. That's pretty apples to apples. That is a Rocky yeah. Apollo kind of a matchup. You it know? Is. That is very two, uh, two heavyweights, but with the same meaning of joy, right? Like they're just trying to bring joy in to the kids. left corner, weighing in at five hundred and I don't know how much. Mickey and then you got Doctor Pepper, that's Kermit a, the Frog with the slam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit off the top turnbuckle. Off the top turnbuckle, <laughs> and then just like sipping his tea at the end of it after he. Oh, uh, that, that see, Kermit is actually hot with after that he meme. just crushes yeah. skulls. The tea. How about a celebrity death match with Mickey Bugs? Uh, Kermit, who else is in? Make there? it a, make it a hell in a cell. Uh, <laughs> Roger the Rabbit. Nah, no, you can't have two. Nah. Chester Cheeto, maybe. Yeah, you'll throw Chester in there. Sure, that's classic. That's it. Chester you Chester cut Cheeto. it right. What about, the, che- what about the Coke Polar Bear? Chester Cheeto comes from the Raptors like Sting. <laughs> you know the, that guy only comes around Christmas time though, <laughs> and they're great commercials. I think that's where Pixar actually got their idea. So okay. these guys, Disney, were sitting around drinking Coca Cola because they're squares. So they're drinking Heineken, like a real man. So what Ooh, would be the like, true? You know what? We should do some anime. Go ahead. What mm-hmm. would be the what would be the true hell in a cell match of characters? <sighs> Celebrity death match. It's all that uh, shit, right? So what would be like? You, you definitely need the the bugs and Mickey. Wait, is you, this, you is, this the Ru- is this the Rushmore? No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying a hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Very clear. Well, yeah, it's the hell in a cell. But how many people are in hell in a cell? It's usually two, right? What do they have now? The elimination chamber where they have like eight of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing that sucks about this is Royal Rumble. Let's go. It's the Royal Rumble. The Iron Man or the Last Man Standing. Homer Simpson's definitely getting in. I'm totally picturing like uh, (laughs) I'm totally picturing Mickey though with like the mankind mask on, just all fucked up. The Mr. Foley or whatever. Isn't that his name? Mick Foley. Mick Foley. I would have Peter Griffin as Paul Bearer. Oh yeah, he's got to be in there. (laughs) 
That guy's. No, it's yeah, mi- it's Mr. Socko. That's his name, Mr. Socko. Well, that's another I, one. I, 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 he's, I, he's also got Cactus Jack. He's got Dude Love. Are these all his names? Mick Foley went to no, work, well, man. It's, it's four different uh, characters that he played. Cactus Jack, that's a Travis Scott callback. Check it out. Check those beats. Mick Foley had to do three personas yeah. at a high level yeah. weekly. Separate face for separate task. Right? <laughs> you gotta, Who's your, your favorite? If you're a multidimensional man, you got to have a lot of different characters. <laughs> Who's your favorite? I don't need honestly. I, I I'm out of my element here. I, I'm not a wrestling. Fan. I was a big. I was a Cactus Jack guy. Cactus, yeah. yeah. Oh, Cactus who's your Jack. favorite of the four? You yeah, yeah, yeah. Cactus Jack was it. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Bang bang. <laughs> yeah. The cut off flannel. The one that that wanted T-shirt that he had it was like oh, him God. with that yellow on black. The only wrestler cool. I really liked growing up was Goldberg. Oh God. Wow. And the reason I liked him is because uh, I once walked by a poster. I often walked by it actually. It was, uh, a, a teacher of mine had a poster, life size of Goldberg, and I was so fucking intimidated by a piece of paper, mm. just looking at this glossy Goldberg, staring oh. at me with crossed arms, <laughs> chest popping out, little tiny briefs he wears, oh. big old boots, yeah, scowl, you know, shiny bald head, kind of cone shaped, and I knew I- at any moment that could pop out and spear me. That would be a little intimidating to see that. Yeah. Didn't they give him like a ridiculous streak too? Didn't he go like 90, 90 and 0 and something like that? And like WCW or something? It was, it was like a Goldberg. whole thing. Goldberg. He went like 90 and 0. Like he like didn't lose for like a I year. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. It was nuts. Dude. He was sleeping with the screenwriter. I have a. I have yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a sworn allegiance. We got this great plan, man. You're not going to lose for 90 matches. The guys are like, what great. if Goldberg gets his leg slammed on the door and he can't compete, but he comes out on crutches? He's like, no, no, no. She's like, no, no, no. We're going to rewrite this. Goldberg comes out on the back of the monster truck and does a flip and clotheslines everybody. <laughs> They're like, all right, we can go with that. He they like, did that 90 times. He writes himself like a Jordan flu game match where he just like fights through it and still wins. Just massive diarrhea. Shows him on the jaw. like, oh. Sorry. That's what they do in these backstage. I said so, I didn't like wrestling, but I love the backstage shit. Before they fight, where they're like, Almost near death experiences, right, right. Big time verbal blow ups, and then they go and do the fight. The peak of the storyline. It's like where reality TV started. True. It's like that scripted, but is it real? True. And they're all in the backstage kibitzing. I will, uh, yeah, yeah. I think wrestling is an OG reality show. Give it, give it to him. Yeah, it's a respectable reality show. I mean, not not to categorize all of them, but I mean, reality TV these days. I mean, for what it's worth. I don't even know what it is anymore. You know what I mean? And that's and that's my point where it's like what what, what it, has it become? But we're not gonna get No, I have no idea. Right. I don't even know what's 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 current. I, I'd like to say I have a sworn allegiance as far as that to uh Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Oh no, no, we're not doing that. Oh <laughs> Jersey Shore. I've never seen a single episode of Jersey Shore, but what I have seen is I've seen Polly D ah! tear it up on the turntables in Vegas. That's a hell of a party. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It looked fun. You know who's better? Lord Disick. That's my dude. <laughs> who's Lord Disick? You don't know Lord Disick? I said who's Lord Disick. Who's Lord Disick? <laughs> pains me. Lord Disick. Pains it, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does it? Well, hold on. I don't even want to know who Yeah, I mean, who is this guy? Should Why I know? Why does it pain you? Because this guy, this guy should be known. Lord Disick. Oh, it pains you that I don't know who Lord Disick is. Yeah. Oh. Like, you should know Lord Disick. Well, there's plenty of stuff that, you know. You I know, know, I know, I know. Uh, but I keep up with the Kardashians, and this is—he uh, was mentioned on this podcast. Shameless as plug. Well. Uh, yeah, you know he's—he's he's the estranged they don't husband. Need, they don't need, well, they might. 
You know what? Never mind. A strange husband of the uh, <laughs> least popular Kardashian. So I understand why you might not know him. But it's his alter ego. He goes out to Vegas. He DJs. Who is this? this is, oh, so Lord still talking Disick. about Lord Disick. Lord Disick is a Kardashian. Uh, he's a married into the Kardashians and then got oh. divorced out. Give me the name. His name's Lord? His, his name's oh, Scott. Scott. Is Scott. Right, right. Oh, look at guy. you. Yeah. You do know. Scott do know. Oh, my God. I mean, come, on. come on, Nick. Give me some skin. Scott I mean, Disick. I mean, you refer to him as Lord. I was like, right. who's Lord? I mean, the people refer you're to him as You know what, Nick? You're plugged in. You're plugged in. Scott you got, you Disick. Gotta, you got to. Oh, come on. Here's the cool thing, Trevor. They're everywhere. Like, you know what? You probably got some secret accounts, some secret Instagrams. Let me give you the rundown on Scott, though. Nick's got 300,000 followers. Trevor, you're in the Matrix like the rest of us. Scott isn't even in the Kardashian family anymore, but he's so right. Disick. Oh, Scott, yeah, he's like the party guy. That, I know who this guy is. He's best now. friends right. with, with the, the whole top of the family, with Chris Jenner, the mom. He still goes over and gabs with the mom, even though he. The, the wife kicked him to the curb. He's another or family. He's another male that lost his life to that craft. It's actually basically. true. He's the only one hanging on. He's still in Vegas. He's still partying. He gets his life. He's the only one that's hanging on. Brody's done. Bruce done. Bruce. Bruce got the slit. <laughs> uh, what, the other guy, the brother. I don't even know where he is. That guy's <laughs> off the rail. They just shot him off a rocket into Catalina. You know that's what we need. Screw this whole hell in the cell with the cartoon characters. That's a that's a fun. I want the Kardashian Jenner hell in a cell. Whoa, mm. Kardashian v Jenner, and then we just sink the cage into the Pacific. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, hell in a cell. Oh, well, yeah. Battle for Atlantis. Whew. I don't know, guys. I, I, that's I won't be able to continue this podcast now that I'm thinking about Kardashian Jenner some sort of wrestling you, you keep up I mean we could we could set it up I'm setting it up right here you ever yeah. get a number you yeah let's make that yeah. happen we'll just we'll call him up you know we'll send him a DM or something no I mean they gotta well, be listening you know what it? we need to do is we need to find Dagger because Dagger knows Brody and then we got an in oh Dagger's mm. been friends with Brody I think it's middle school whoa well then we're in Dagger will get us it right that's what I used to think. I don't know where he is. Oh, he's got his podcast gear. I will find him. I'll find him. Dagger. Dagger. 